Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, Lash Kings and Queens. It's Zach, your Eyelash King. Today, I wanted to talk a little bit about starting your own lash business. Now, we've all had the desire and inspiration to be an entrepreneur and grow ourselves into a successful individual. Now, when it comes to lash extensions, there's a few things you need to think about. If this is your desired career path, um, it is going to be very rewarding, uh, frustrating at times, but also incredibly profitable if you set yourself up for success. When I teach classes, I get a lot of students say, well, what do I do after I'm certified and I'm ready to launch my lash business? Where Where's the best place for me to start working? Should I work from home? Should I rent a room? Do I have a friend that owns a salon and will give me a space to work out of? Or should I buy my own premise or rent my own premise? So these are all excellent questions. And there's a lot of different factors that will go into the decision that you end up making. So if you are new to the beauty business and lashes are one of your first avenues for revenue, I would say start small and very slowly take your time working your way up. Now, if you have the opportunity to work in a salon or spa that maybe a friend owns or is renting a room for a very reasonable price, that's also a great avenue to go down to start your lash business. But I would try and not take the big jump right away to renting a large facility or your own or even purchasing one because you want to make sure that you have the right location, you obviously cultivate and develop your skills for success, and you find love and passion for what you're doing. Now, when it comes to working from home, there are a couple of things to remember. First of all, making sure you have the correct insurance for your services is incredibly important, especially if you're going to be working out of the privacy of your own home. Make sure that you have the correct insurance provider that will cover you for any accidents if they do occur, whether they might be a slip on a wet tile or um, proper exit signs or anything like that that comes with health and safety. Now, when you're working from home, also be mindful you will be giving out your home address and you want to make sure that you feel safe and protected in doing so. Um, There are a couple of certified stylists for the brand that I work for that don't want to list themselves on the salon finder or the stylist finder page because they're afraid to put their exact home address out there. So instead, they could put their town that they live in on the salon finder or stylist finder part of a website, or even if you're thinking of creating a business listing or even business cards, um, I would probably not put my home address on that information. I would rather put the town and then all of my social media contacts and my email or phone number. That way I could speak to someone first before just giving them my home address or a phone number for them to come over. And you know, maybe if I'm working alone, I might feel slightly unsafe. So that's also a protection to put in place. If you will be offering services from home and you will be working at home alone, make sure you do feel safe in the people that are coming over to your house for services. Now, this is a great way to start off because you have very low overhead costs, you are in control of your own hours, and you are also in control of making your own appointments. So if you feel like you don't ever want to work Sunday, Monday, or Tuesday because maybe you want some family time or you have childcare um, arrangements to think about for the rest of the week, 
This is the best part about being your own boss, starting small and working from home. You could then work, say, Wednesday to Saturday. And again, pick your hours. If you get home from the school run at 9.30, well, you could have your first client come over at 10. And if on the other side of things, you have a child that goes to bed at, say, 6 or 7 o'clock, and you want to open up just one evening appointment at night from, say, 7 to 9, you are also uh, allowed to do that. So working from home also means that you might be around for package deliveries because sometimes when you order products, they need a signature. And that's so annoying when you're waiting for a delivery and they leave before you get to the door or you're not home or they don't leave it without a signature. If you work from home, that's great because you'll be around to receive all important deliveries and packages. And also being in the comfort of your own home is really nice. You could also make clients feel very welcome and give them that personal touch. Maybe you'll offer them a cup of of tea or coffee or a biscuit or a cookie uh, after the service finishes or allow them time in your makeup room, powder room, or um, bathroom to put on their makeup and feel fresh again before they leave, and there's no real rush to the service. So starting from home is a good idea if you want to start small and go slow. I know many stylists that have gone down this route. They might have an extra bedroom that was used as an office. They might have a bedroom from a child that's grown up and gone off to university or college and the room is no longer needed for them. You might want to convert a garage or even one of those really nice fancy um, little greenhouses or garden houses outside in the garden uh, is perfectly large enough as well. Um, I think this is a great idea. Now, some people want to take it to the next step right away and maybe rent a room uh, in a salon or spa that's already established to help with their footfall, uh, to help build their business that way. This is another great idea. Obviously, be mindful of the term that you're agreeing to. If this is a six-month or a year lease, um, you know, really be sure that you could commit to that space and afford the rent. Something that might be weekly or monthly um, isn't a bad idea to start. I probably would be cautious on going anything more than three or six months if this is truly your first uh, space that you're renting publicly. Um, and also make sure you agree on the terms such as any overheads as they're going to be expenses for any bills. Um, what type of access will you have? Can you come and go before or after business hours if you want to squeeze in clients? Are you limited to only work their business hours and other things like what use of the facilities do you have can you use the staff room or the kitchen um, or any other things like that and all importantly the payment are you going to just be paying them a set amount of rent each week or month are they going to take a percentage from the services Um, will they run their payments through their books and then give you your money back I mean there's so many different scenarios you could think of I will say it is just quite common to pay a flat rent that includes all bills and utilities and you book your own clients in, you take your own payments, you buy your own products, and you are simply just renting the room. Uh, it might come with a treatment bed, chair, and a lamp. It might not. Uh, you you might be allowed to put things up on the walls to make it your own space. Um, most commonly, that is the scenario. You rent the room, you bring in the materials, your bed, your chair, your lamp. You could put things up, and you come and go as needed. Now, obviously, um, clients, when they come will probably be able to use the waiting room of the salon or spa, um, but just ask all of these questions. Now, this is a really great avenue to go down. If you're confident about your lash services, you definitely feel like this is going to become a very profitable full-time job for you because then you're not afraid of those overhead or rent costs. And again, you still are your own boss. If you decide you don't want to work Sundays or Mondays, well, you just don't book clients in or come in that day. And also, you're going to help build your business, I think, a little bit quicker this way 
anyway, because you can lash the people that you're renting the salon or spa from for free, whether they're hairdressers or uh, manicurists um, or maybe masseuses. I mean, putting a set of lashes on a coworker only takes up your time and a very minimal cost of products. And if you say to them, please recommend my services or give out my business card and I will keep you lashed, um, that is a really great exchange of service because it's only your time and a very minimal product investment for them. Um, and then you are maybe on a busy road or the high street or a shopping mall or somewhere out in public and you might be allowed to put a sign for your business in the window of this establishment that you're renting from. And again, you could advertise your service on other coworkers. So this is another great route to take if you want to make lashing a full-time business for you, you want to put yourself out in the public, you don't want to work from home, you don't mind a little commute, and you find a great space that's affordable and you feel comfortable in. Now, as for renting your own premise or buying a place, that is a really big commitment and I would not recommend doing that for at least one to two years after you start lashing because you will then be responsible for setting up utilities, lease agreements, maybe a larger insurance overhead, um, you know, contents and buildings insurance maybe, uh, special locks on the door, uh, keeping the building up to standard. There's so much to think about when you are responsible for a space that's going to cost extra money and take extra time out of your schedule to manage. Um, so this is something I would say think about in the future down the road when you are ready to expand. Maybe your room that you're renting, you're at capacity and you can't take any new clients. You're already working four full days a week or five days a week or maybe even six days a week and you are ready to take on a new team member. You know that you could trust someone to share your lash business with or hire. Um, that's maybe when you might want to consider getting a bigger space and maybe being responsible as a businessman or businesswoman for the new premise. But I really wouldn't worry about that for a little while um, because you want to make sure that you have a healthy customer base and you are turning over profits before you want to further invest in a facility that will take more responsibility from you. Now, I think these three steps are really honest. They're really great to start out with. And also the first step which is either working from home or the second step maybe will be your first step renting a premise such as a room uh, from a spa or salon is a really great way to start. I would do your research. Think of the part of town that you want to be in if you're renting a room, where you're going to have good footfall. Um, obviously, if there's parking or public transportation nearby. And the same if you're working from home. Can people easily get to you? Is there public transportation? Do you have on-street parking? Can they use your driveway? And also making the room nice and comfortable and inviting wherever you work is super important for the client experience. So keep all these things in mind when you are thinking about starting a lash business. And I also think your name and your branding and your social media marketing is super important, but that's a whole nother video that we could talk about at a different time. But as for now, I hope you love lashing. Remember to do what you love every day. And I send you lots of love from your lash king.